we are back with episode three for Alex and Josh do Tinseltown. And what are we I am back. <laughs> yes, for I was gonna yeah, I was I was gonna do the shout. Mortal Kombat! But the thing is, they don't do it in this movie. Which is just and disrespectful. The thing is, it isn't just like they don't do that. They don't really do anything in this movie. No. This is I was thinking what this reminded me of when I'd watched it. Came up with two particular answers. Mm-hmm. One is a late period Terminator sequel where they make them every so often to make sure they keep the rights. Right. And the other was like the pilot episode of like a HBO TV show. Ah, uh, ooh. Interesting. In the sense that it's two things that are really shit combined <laughs> into one thing that is genuinely <laughs> awful. It should have been shorter if it was an HBO series. It was... How long was it? I think it hit the generic mark of like, an hour and 30 minutes. It was like 97 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is... Ex- thank you. Thank God it wasn't longer. Yeah. I felt it. Yeah. I. But then again, we're saying this. Like, I want to say the first Mortal Kombat, the 1995 one, was probably about the same amount of time. But it was, it was significantly, significantly better. So much better. So I'd just like to ask you a quick question. Okay. So in your mind, what is Mortal Kombat? Like within the within the world, within the canon, what is Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat is people fighting each other. For? For a tournament. There we go. Right. So we have a Mortal Kombat movie, which does not feature a Mortal Kombat tournament. No. Yet it's still full length. And features a lot of characters. Yeah. So how on earth <laughs> do you make a film about something without making it about the thing? It's like it's like imagine. I mean, this is yeah. an egregious example. Imagine a Titanic film doesn't have a boat in it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, I came away from this thinking to myself, like, Mortal Kombat isn't some kind of sacred text. No. But it's very clear what it is. It's simple, mm. it's satisfying, and the people at like NetherRealm Studios who make the games, I forget what studio they were at first. Was it Midway, maybe? I have no idea. I just played the games. I, either way, yeah. they like took it seriously enough. It's Here's a fighting tournament, and within that we have these characters, some fantastical, some less so. Mm. They fight each other, and then the winner, either EarthRealm gets destroyed, joins Outworld, whatever. Right. It's very, very simple. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why the games have lasted so long. Exactly. There's a reason why people still like the first one. And here we are, talking about a Mortal Kombat movie without being able to talk about a Mortal Kombat Yeah, no, there, there wasn't anything, like... I understand that the games came out in, like, 92? I, I mean, one s- came out last year. Yeah, one, the new one came out last year. And the series started in 1992 or 1990... 19, it was early 90s, yeah. I will say. And then it progressed. People were like, this game is awesome. And then the lore came in. You know, you had the book. I think there were books or people wrote stories they, They've about, done all kinds they've of all done, They've done all types of things. And then we get this movie. Is it canon? Is it non-canon? Like, is it starting, like, a whole new thing? I mean, I guess it's supposed to be, because the only way you can view this, because it ends on just an awful sequel hook. Yeah. But the only way you can view it is that they are going to do the tournament in the next movie. Hopefully. But, you know, this is real, like... Like, it's very clear that the movie system has got more insular in the past Mm -hmm. few years. 
this whole thing reeks of like screenwriting 101. Like you can't just have Kano. You can't just have okay, he's this Australian bounty hunter with the laser for an eye. No. You have to introduce him, explain why he has the laser. Mm-hmm. You can't just have him there, which is really like I want to say insulting because they aren't trusting the audience to be like okay, here's this cool guy with this power. We have to explain it. It is insulting though. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it, it 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 is. We can't just have these characters. It feels like Mortal Kombat. Wow, finally, they, the big thing, it's R-rated, it's gory, it's violent, mm. it's a lot of effing and jeffing in the script. And then they don't trust the audience to be like, okay, here's Liu Kang, and he's like a fake Bruce Lee with these magical powers, which is what people were fine with, mm-hmm. with the video games in the early 90s, exactly. with the movies in mm-hmm. the 90s. Because we knew what we were looking at. It's, it's, it's very simple. You know, what is Scorpion, what is Sub-Zero? One is yellow, one is blue, one has fire powers, one has ice powers. Mm-hmm. You get it. You don't need to have this prologue and epilogue no, sequence, which no. both feel, A, taken from different films, and B, totally inelegant. Like, having subtitles where it's like, the thing, bracket Japanese. Yeah, oh top. my gosh, it's just like, uh, I, well, I'm not really sure about a lot of people, but you can definitely tell which one is Japanese but if, and which one is Chinese. But that's the thing, if they can't think of an elegant solution to that, mm. that's already a bad sign. Yeah. And... The whole thing where they have that kind of flashback, then like don't really mention it again till the end. Yeah. While we're doing all these other mess. Yeah, this film is a total mess. This film was an entire mess. I've talked to two of my friends from back home who are Mortal Kombat fans, and they were very upset. They were just like, and I agree with them so much. The only thing that was good in this movie was the beginning sequence, and the end. Which feel, like I say, from like totally Two different, different projects. Yeah. yeah. And then everything in the middle is just this random bit that we just don't necessarily need at I'm, all. I mean, the protagonist guy, oh, I have oh, forgotten his name. Cole Young. Right. I know the actor's Louis Tan. Oh, and he is... Is the worst. Awful. <laughs> Forgettable. Is the absolute worst character. Like... I don't understand what they were thinking. They're like, okay, so okay, they're like screenwriting room. This one I'm picturing. They're just like, okay, we need a new character. We need a new Mortal Kombat character. Who is he descended from? Ah, Scorpion. And we're gonna make him the lamest person yeah. ever. Not relatable at all, and just have the worst thing at stake. Oh, my family, and that's it. And it's just like. But what? But but why? Why do you exist, my dude? Yeah. Why? Why did they? I like. I mean, I was looking it up, and the production notes that came out, or like the interviews the producer was doing, it's very. Um, he changed his tune several times. Basically, it started off with him someone asking why there was no mention of Johnny Cage in the thing when Johnny Cage is like the character yeah, from Mortal he is Kombat. The character, yeah. And he was like. Oh, it's 2021, time's moved on, we don't want a straight white male protagonist. And people were like... But it's Johnny Cage. People were like, but it's Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. Like, if you're adapting Mortal Kombat, you take the characters. Exactly. And then the next time he was interviewed, they were like, okay, your protagonist is this, like, it's Louis Tan, it's whatever his name Mm. is, Cole... Cole Young. Cole Young, right. Um, Why didn't you just make him Johnny Cage? You know, there's nothing about Johnny Cage that says he can't just be, like... This, this guy, he doesn't have to be like Van Damme anymore, we've moved on, he could just be mm. this. And then he said, oh, what we're doing is we're having this film, we're building up and Johnny Cage going to be in the sequel. And it's like, well, you can't flip-flop from we don't want him at all to he's going to be the hook for the next movie. Yeah, no, I'm going to Hollywood. Yeah. 
yeah, it's um. Oh. And and another thing is the stuff with the Arcana, is so bad. Like again, oh, yeah. it's the again they can't just let people be like superpowered. You have to explain it. You have to have this mystery. So it's like you you end up with these stupid situations where in the games you have Jax who is who is he's a soldier with robot arms. Mm. That's all you need to know. That's it. We have in this, we have Jax who loses his arms. Yep. Gets like these spindly, <laughs> like, yeah. Spider robot arms, yeah. yeah. And then he magically gets the ones from the game. Because it's his arcana. Yeah. Yeah. It's such like a ridiculous system. Mm, yeah, I did not. I'm just going to say it right now. I did not really enjoy this film. I'm pretty sure you did. It was zero time. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I didn't like, and I was just thinking, maybe... The acting will be bad, but the fight scenes will be great. Yeah. Let down. Also. The thing with the fight scenes is they, like, I have a feeling they were good, and then they were filmed in, like, this awful way mm. that ruins any... So much slow motion. So much slow motion, <clears throat> so many cuts, so many weird angles. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a bit in the uh, prologue where Scorpion and Sub-Zero are fighting out in the woods, and it keeps yeah. cutting this, like, long shot that's, like, slowly tracking across. Right. And then it goes back to them fighting very close. And the different thing is, because they mix up the CGI blood with the real blood, there's certain times where, like, a guy will get hit, then blood will be on a rock, and it'll cut to a different angle, and the blood isn't there. Yeah. And on a very basic level, like, Mm. you fucked up. Like, that's such a simple (laughs) thing to... It's someone to be paying attention to. Like, I was looking up this guy, so it's directed by... Simon McQuaid. Who has nothing in his yeah. background. Really. So I looked him up and he directs adverts. Yeah. So he comes from the same background as people like like Michael Bay, people okay. like that. Which means that he should have a good eye for spectacle. And mm. instead, he has a good eye for, like, nothing really. Nothing, yeah. Because, the, like I say, this looked like just a HBO TV show. It's very grey. You can basically see where the green screen starts and ends when they're on Outworld. Mm. You have people just walking up to each other and being like... Oh, it's hey. you who won nine tournaments in the Mortal Kombat history and you beat this guy and you beat that guy and I'm just giving you the exposition. Yeah. Um, I did have to cringe when uh, Jax meets um, Lewis Tan, Cole, Cole Young. Cole Young. Cole and Young. he's like, oh, you're the guy who beat Ed Tobias at the tournament, blah, 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 because Ed Tobias, Ed Boone and John Tobias were the guys who made the games. So they always get name checked somewhere. And then so they have like, cringy. you know, oh, Kano wins. Oh, you have to test your might. Oh, flawless victory. It's just get catchphrases in wherever they can. I know, and I and I think that's where they were thinking, Oh, we'll like we'll hug all of the fans in yeah. if we add these small little things into it. But I feel like guys it just made us matter. Yeah. You... So that's so there's two things which really stand out. Like I say about like screenwriting one on one that are basically in every film now which are just awful. Which is one where I just said about those phrases mm-hmm. where you meant to go, Oh, I recognise this, that means it's good. Yeah. And then the other is the character of Sonya Blade, who, <gasps> as far as I can tell, she falls into the same mould as the new character from the Men in Black, um, and the new character from Jurassic World, which is there's always one character now who is basically like a super fan of the franchise already. Right. Okay. So for example, the girl from the new Men in Black, she's done research into Men in right, Black, which I mean she knows this the, the Will Smith movies. Mm-hmm. Then you have the guy from Jurassic World who has the Jurassic Park t shirt on, who's right. like, Oh yeah, I was here in nineteen ninety two and blah blah blah. Mm. So she was doing the research into the Mortal Kombat, which 
first off, it was very stupid as a concept. It was just, uh, and that part was just terrible exposition as yeah. well. It was like, oh yeah, there's these people, they fight, and then there's this thing that's happening, and oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening, and we found you, Cole, yeah. and then that was it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. And then she pointed to the word Mortal Kombat. Yeah, which like, is written in like blood, like blood weird English. Yeah, yeah like, like a backwards what? L or something like, in some what temple. What is going on right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole thing was a bit crap. It's, it's, it's a remarkably bad project when you consider how, what the reputation is of the first exactly. film. Exactly. Because yeah. the first film isn't particularly revered, but it's fun and it's memorable. Mm. You know, everyone remembers that opening scene with like, Shang Tsung, he comes in, he breaks the guy's back, and he goes like, "Your brother's soul is mine." <laughs> and then it could, and then it could, then like the logo flashes on the screen. Yeah. and does the Mortal Kombat? I have to say, I did download the original Mortal Kombat movie after watching this one. So I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna have so much more fun watching this than I did with yeah. this movie. And I will say, like, as a '90s kid, you're a '90s kid, sort of, sort of. Wait, what? Sort of. Because I was. Because the thing is, I grew up more with. VHS from the late 80s. I mean, I am a 90s kid. Yeah, you're a 90s kid. Um, And it's just like growing up with Mortal Kombat and just like that whole um, era of video games Mm. in general, like those fight style video games in Mortal Kombat was just the ones to play. Yeah. It was Mortal Kombat and like Crash Bandicoot. Like that's, those are my entryways into video games. And like I loved playing Mortal Kombat. I was not the best at playing Mortal Kombat, but... I was let down. Like, I'm let down. My childhood self is let down. I'm tired of being let down with these movies that are supposed to remind me of my childhood. You know what I mean? And well, that's... Well, that's the thing. I don't know where this is meant to fit because they were trying very clearly to go in a new direction. It was mm. a brand new cast. They mm-hmm. didn't bring anyone back from the no. old movies. They didn't get Ed Boon to do the Get Over Here voice, which is what he's done in, like, everything since the very first video game. Right. But then the soundtrack... Anytime something would happen, they would do like an orchestral version of the old theme tune as it reminds you like, oh, hey, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But it didn't work because it's just a generic version of that theme tune. Like, I think what people tend to forget really is like when that film came out in like the mid 90s, it was very of its time of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack is very of that time. Of it was very 90s. like hard techno because, yeah. you know, the director was really into it. You have a lot of like metal on the soundtrack, things mm-hmm. like that, which are very of the '90s. So when you're watching it now, I guess it probably looks more like a time capsule. But even so, it's memorable. It's memorable, yes, exactly. And this one is not. And that's the whole thing when you when you when people are trying to revamp something from the past. I feel like they should still be adding things from that era into the movie. It may be kitschy mm. if you make it now and you and you put it out to people now they're just like what the hell is this but you're keeping to the originality of what it is i mean they could have just made this now and set it like a fighting tournament Mm. but made it of the time have music from the time have say you know cole is um yeah (laughs) like like like, like he's meant to be like an mma fighter yeah so have him do some like mma moves that are like recognizable to someone who watches ufc or something yeah but Uh, you don't get any of that you you get absolutely nothing at all and it also makes me wonder things like for a very long time people used to laugh at how goro looked in the first movie because he's just like a plasticine figure (laughs) which is fine and then you look at the cgi one here and it's just kind of like boring mm, mm, like people remember plastic goro yeah this is already like on its way out of my like brain. the only thing about goro that I was i was excited about was like when the shadow came mm. and you're like 
oh yeah boys it's Goro and then you actually see him in light yeah but what it doesn't have the what, same no it doesn't have the same effect yeah. as it has before um, and then I the will... first one Johnny Cage he breaks the glasses and says there were 500 dollar sunglasses that's all does the splits and punches him in the balls like you get these memorable moments in the mm-hmm. first one mm-hmm. I, you don't really get anything from this you, one no the one I remember from this is when Kung Lao does his fatality with the spinning hat yeah, on which was Melina, awesome I think yeah and then like that was kind of it that was yeah that was pretty much it um yeah I don't like pretty much any of the portrayals of um the characters really Melina was not as scary as she should have yeah. been she was just See, there you go. There's one. You changed the race of Molina. Yeah. Why couldn't you make Johnny Cage Asian? Yeah. Why were you too scared to do that? But whatever. That's a whole different thing that people have issues with. But like, ah, there was... I, I mean, I quite liked how solemn Liu Kang was. He kind of seemed to understand the implications of what Mortal Kombat is. Mm. But uh, Tazunobu Osano, who was Raiden in this, got yeah. nothing to do. Nothing. Chin Han as Shang Tsung was terrible compared to Kari Hukitagawa. Um, I don't even know who Sub-Zero and Scorpion were. I recognize Scorpion. Scorpion. Hiroyuki ah. Sanada, I believe. I've seen him in a few films. He's been but... in a lot of films quietly. He was in um, The Last Samurai. Oh, yes. He was in that movie um, as like the... F- angry father that didn't want Tom Cruise there or something like the, that. The, the thing that I do wonder at times though is the language barrier from the Asian actors speaking in English it mm. really is quite bad in the uh, Resident Evil movies I think it's the fourth one mm-hmm. they have Lee Bing Bing in it but what they do is they dubbed her over with a uh, Asian American uh, voice actress mm-hmm. and no one seemed to notice it's only listed in IMDb trivia right I only noticed when I saw her acting in English in different films like this doesn't this is doesn't a very different add, voice um, and it was fine. Like no one complains. Not anything to Who say. Who do you think had the language barrier? Because there was no language barrier. Raiden, because he's also in Thor. Yeah, but his delivery was bad. It, it was. It's like that's it like, it's, it's 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 one of those things where the language barrier isn't the English knowledge. It's, it's knowing delivery. how to delivery. Okay, that's it. that. That's the issue. Yeah, I think right. you know he his English was it's fine. He's very right. he's fluent in English as far as mm. I'm aware, but his actual delivery it was flat. Particularly when you compare him to how he acts in his Japanese movies, when he's like fantastic, yeah. you know, it, it's a it's a thing where this is a th- thing which was a bigger deal when Ghost in the Shell came out a few years ago, where what they sh- probably should be doing with something like this is we already have like s- this kind of supernatural world, just have the actors speak in their native language, put subtitles on it, exactly, and I just have people are scared of subtitles, yeah, because they know that that's like a very big. Um like area where people will not watch movies with subtitles like i know so many people they're just like oh it's a foreign film i won't watch it yeah because when parasite came out i was telling them i was like yeah this movie's great yeah. and they said well is it english N- no yeah i recommended it to someone who was like oh i had this korean film won the oscar should i watch it and i was like yeah and they go what language is it in and i was like well it's korean and like i don't know if i want to read for two hours yeah I don't, like... I, I don't understand that but that's like a whole different conversation yeah um but don't be afraid of putting the language, the, yeah. the, like the correct language in the movies. Like, if anything, it adds to it. It yeah. will make the people that genuinely want to see it and that are excited to see it happy that you've put this aspect into it yeah. instead of trying to make it for the Western world. It's a layer of authenticity 
which would help a film like Mortal Kombat, yeah. which is supposed yeah. to be about like life or death battles, mm. you know. In general, though, I like to think I feel slightly vindicated by this because, as has come up before, and will definitely come up again, I'm a big fan of Paul W.S. Anderson, who is widely disliked, but he directed the first movie. Uh... And now we see how good his first one is compared <laughs> to how bad this one is. Yeah. He also did the Resident Evil movies, and they're getting a reboot later this year. Oh, so I didn't realize that. when that one is terrible as well... Uh... Let it be known, I was a fan before. Oh, I love the, the Resident Renaissance Evil. I love arrives. It. People don't like Resident Evil. I know you are a fan of the Resident Evil movies, surprisingly, but Resident Evil's great. Four's the best. Which one's the fourth one? The fourth one is the one where they're in that Soviet bunker underground. That's like the uh, virtual reality sections. One of the is that Extinction? Um, Annihilation. That's the oh, re- no retribution. Retribution. Ah, oh, I've only seen that one one time. That one is a work of genius. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Maybe. All right. We'll say. We'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. To be fair, like I typically, you know, I typically come to this with a lot of ideas of things to talk about, mm-hmm. but this film is just so forgettable in like just yeah. basic ways that I'm running out of things to say that aren't just it was bad. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Kano. Mm. When I saw Kano and Kano was in the screen, I was just like, Josh is going to hate this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And did you hate yeah. this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because that kind of self-aware Joss Whedon humor, mm. just, it, it's, <laughs> I legitimately think it's the thing that's ruined movies more than anything. Like, mm. I, I was talking the other day and I, I was thinking like, you have like trends in movies where like something will come in and stick around for a while and move on. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anything has done as much damage as the period around the early 2000s mm-hmm. where we went from like generation x irony to this belief that the smartest thing a movie could do was like let you know it's a movie just be like self-aware right i don't understand why that's such an important thing so every film now has to have a character who's like making jokes that play to an audience but not to anyone else in the film right and all Kano was doing, he might have just been like, you know, looking at the camera and being like, man, this is weird. <laughs> isn't this, isn't yeah. this ridiculous audience? Yeah, he's you like, know what he's I mean? Like, Guys, come on, this is. Yeah. I got a laser for our eye. Yeah. Come on, yeah. It did feel kind of like that. I need to say a good thing. I need to say the good thing about the movie were the fatalities. Yeah, they, they did that pretty well. They did that pretty well. But there's a but. <laughs> Always. But with the fatalities, it was weird hearing the characters say fatality yeah when normally you have the voiceover saying like fatality yeah. or like that's that's an, that's another thing where it just felt like a forced reference it was so for like that's the only thing about this well not it's not the only thing but it's like one of the main things for me is the fact that it felt very forced it was just like okay we are making a mortal kombat movie it can't be anything else but mortal kombat yeah. you know what i mean and yeah, that you gave us our you gave us our fatality kills like you were true to that, but it was just you could have just had a voiceover. Yeah, or something. and you, you don't, don't need to do that. The WS movie didn't do that. No, you just you just like boom, kill yeah. him, dead, done. My other thing that I took that I remember was with the whole Okana thing. Sonya got hers very quickly. Mm. Like she defeated Kano. Yeah, got her mark. Came back. Boom, Akana powers already. Yeah. I was like, wait, hold on, girl. Like, it took all these other guys... Like, forever. A bit of a time to yeah. get their Akana, and you just come up with 
power fists. I don't even know what they were. Like the but... laser that comes out of her wrists. Yeah, it was, it was very strange. Which in the game is just, she works for a secret military force. They have this laser technology. That's all you need to know. That's all, I need... That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. But then this one, uh, uh, it was doing too much. Yeah. It was doing too much. So what do you think? I think, because we don't really have much else to say yeah. about this movie. So what do you think about <clears throat> Hollywood right now? trying to using the 90s and making movies what do you think about that they just ran out of ideas they just ran out they of ran ideas because because you don't because the thing is as, as well with something like this is you don't have to reference it like yes you can say like it's the 90s but like mm. i say there was a Mortal combat game last year yeah you could have just adapted that they could have yeah or played into that mm. whereas this is like some kind of middle ground of we have to play onto the nostalgia mm-hmm. But they're also too scared of buying into it because they will say, oh, it's cheesy or it's corny. Yeah, but it's fine if it's kitschy. Like, it's yeah, okay. But they, they don't think that way. You can tell by the by the use of Kano, who always has to tell you this is ridiculous. Isn't this ridiculous for you? Right. You know. Is there anything that you felt was recently done that was, like, touching on, like, rebooting something from the 90s or remake or, like, making something from the 90s into life? If that was a video game or something like that. Or an anime. No. Long pause. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of anything good in movies mm. lately. And then they... It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a very slim pickings. I will say, because I, I haven't seen it yet, because I just don't want my heart to be broken with the Sonic movies. Oh, yeah. I'm happy that they did listen when the internet was like in this uproar. Mm. They're just like, that is not Sonic. You yeah. need to change that right now. And they were just like, okay, fine. Let's do it. The thing, the thing which I wonder, though, is what happens next in the sense of, okay, you've mined the 80s, you've mined the 90s, mm-hmm. can you mine the 2000s? And if you can, you can't mine the 2010s because that's just this. That's now, yeah. So I, I'm fascinated to know where this goes because at some point someone will have to do something new. There's always books. I mean, I suspect the next thing because... Netflix doing the Cowboy Bebop TV show, the next thing will be anime adaptations. Oh, no, no, don't. Yeah. Don't. Have you seen the Death Note one? No. Will you watch the Death Note one? It's directed by Adam Wingard, so absolutely not. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Put, uh, it, put it this way. I know if my, my heart sinks when I download a film, I stream a film, and the first thing I get is the boom of the Netflix, because I know it'll be shit. Not necessarily... Not all the time. Oh, that look. Not the, all the time. No, yeah, not all the time, <laughs> because the they funded The Irishman. I haven't finished that movie. Other than that... Everything with the Netflix logo on is just septic. <sighs> hard, harsh words right there. Harsh, hard, very harsh words. Um, you, I'll say yes and no. I'm on the fence. Um, I like some Netflix stuff. Like? I thought, let me think. What did I watch that was Netflix? I watched more of their TV shows. Well, there you go. Um, so therefore there it's not, that, that's, that's, a, that's, that's the, the, saving that's the grace. barometer. Yeah, yeah. That's the saving grace for Netflix is, is, are the TV shows. I didn't think marriage story was too bad. Right. Yes. What, what else did you think was too bad? Ah, what else was a Netflix TV movie? I can't even think of any right now. I don't even think I watched that many Netflix movies. Think about it. Well, there you go. There we go. What, that's what the answer more to the question. do I need to say? You don't need to say anything else other than that. Okay. Fair enough. Um, is there anything else to really... I don't I don't know. Uh, all I hope is that... So Joe Taslim, who I believe is Sub-Zero, mm-hmm. said he signed off for four more of these Mortal Kombat movies. Four more? Yeah. But I really hope that there's zero more of these movies. Or if they do more, get a brand new director in and just pretend this one didn't happen. 
four more. Yeah, that that includes potential Sub Zero only spinoffs, by the way. You know what? I did see something about the two actors that played Liu Kong and、um, Kung Lao.、Mm-hmm. They want a spinoff of the Shaolin Monk thing because、mm-hmm. they both they're both like old Shaolin monks. They want a spinoff movie. That's that's the thing. I feel like when I watch this, when I say it felt like a pilot, it、mm. just felt like okay, it's a jumping off point for like a million different things. It's not a movie unto itself. Yeah, because I I took a last minute note in saying that there were a lot of backstories、mm. hinted at for、yeah. the different people, but we weren't given what the story actually was, especially with、um, Jax. Jax could have his own. Cyborg-ish kind of story. I felt like that was. A- I mean, the thing is, it's like they do all have these stories and stuff in the games. The、mm. issue is like you don't need to turn each one into its own franchise,、mm. each one into its own thing. I mean, a backstory is just like a character. Yeah. You know, it, it's like when I mean、um, when that Solo film came out. Oh, no、gosh. one, no one cared what happened to Han Solo before because you just know,、We、okay, know. he's he's a roguish smuggler. Yeah. He obviously did stuff in the past. Right. But you don't need to know anything else. Elaborating on it kills the mystery, kills the vibe, you know. Unless you're a Han Solo fan like I am, but I hated the movie. I mean, but... I, hate, I hate Star Wars, so it's, it's a different thing entirely. But what I'm saying is, for example, you don't need to have the backstory of the characters、right. elaborated because it ruins your imagination.、Mm. I don't need to know every single facet of yes, everything. Yes, that makes、know? sense. Yeah. I don't need, for example. Uh, with the Terminator stuff, I wouldn't need like a whole Kyle Reese movie explaining why he eventually chose to go back in time, because、mm. you get a little bit of the backstory, but it's acted within Michael Bean's performance anyway. You don't need to have this massive elaboration,、mm-hmm. and that's what people seem to be forgetting now, because you can't just milk these franchises forever, because the idiots on Reddit will just buy it all the time, you know. Right. Also, the human Reddit—it's like the second time. It's probably one of the worst cultural forces、Oof. out there right now. Wow, fair enough. Yeah, I I get what you mean with the whole backstory thing, because the whole thing is about movies. People forget as well. It's your imagination. Yeah. You they they kind of take that for granted. It's like almost as if people they've realized that people are too lazy to use their imaginations at this point. Yeah. And they're trying to force this. Okay, so this is what's happened. This is the story. You don't imagine your own thing. We've already written it for you, type of thing, and you just eat it and you walk around. You go to the next building. Yeah, I mean that. That's it. Like movies are just products, and this was very much a product. I mean, I'm not surprised they got a guy who directed an advert to make this because it、no. was just selling you. Okay, here's Sub Zero. Find what happens to Sub Zero next in the next movie in HBO Max in eighteen months da, da, time. Da, he's like, going to Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I hated that line so much, but I was also excited because I was like Hollywood Johnny Cage. Yeah. But I was also like, oh gosh, that whole Cole Young was just like the worst thing they could have made.、Mm. It is like a flat character ruined by a flat actor as well. Yeah. Like I believe he was just a model for years, which makes sense. But then you can't have him become an actor if he just can't act. You know. No. <laughs> What else to say? I don't think there is anything else to say. Yeah, it's. I feel like this. You know, I know filmmaking isn't easy. Yeah, yeah. But a of film、course. like this should be a pretty simple genre exercise,、mm-hmm. and they managed to fuck it up in so many different、mm. ways that it makes me think that a certain amount of craft is just gone from the industry because they just don't make this kind of film, and that's a really like grim thought. It is a very grim thought. Because we don't get like what we've gotten before growing up with movies anymore. 
elaborate scenes like sets and everything like yeah. that like that's just like oh that's too much money we're going to put it on the computer screen i don't i don't know i guess that's i guess that's why we're looking for the movie we're looking for the movie but we're just looking for real movies real movies and because a lot of the movies i watch they feel fake when i watch them yeah and it's upsetting because yeah I, i'm on a horror binge right now and that's a whole different like i guess i wouldn't know anything about that yeah i know well, you're gonna have to watch a horror movie coming up because the conjuring comes up next month all right <laughs> like, uh, you should be very excited i feel like the genre that is making a bit of a comeback is horror did it ever go away it went away in the night like in the early 2000s when it was just like kind of just slasher hot girls getting killed high school ish is that not just what it's always been it is but people are revamping the old paranormal scary stuff those ghosts and you know ghosts and things ghoulies ghoulies and demons like that kind of stuff which i enjoy more of than the slasher movies because i don't find those to be scary but that's the genre that i feel like hasn't really lost its touch that much and if they did they always find a way to come back but you don't have anything to say about that because i'll wait till our episode you'll wait yes you'll wait for that but that's I just wanted to bring that up because when we were just talking about like where is the heart? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think there is one anymore. And I think that's part of why no one <clears throat> likes movies anymore. It's why no one watches movies anymore. Yeah, I think that's why it's all in the T V shows. Yeah. Um and just a quick tangent, I feel like with how very few people watch this year's Oscars broadcast, which was only oh. eight million. Wow. And it's a very small number. That's it's been decreasing every year, I believe, since and it's been it's been a slow decrease, but it's mm. peaked at times like Titanic and yeah. things like that. People in the industry are surely at some point gonna have to turn around and realize they are irrelevant now. And if the Koreans, if the French, if they can stay relevant within their own countries and the larger film society, but Hollywood can't do anything, mm. it's gonna have to just disappear, be erased, be replaced by something else. Because right now, this is on par, this you know they always say the worst year for Hollywood was 1969, and they very quickly scrapped the Hayes Code, brought in new directors, revamped everything. They mm. knew that things were going south. I feel like the ones in charge now either don't know or don't care, and they are marching towards irrelevance. And I feel like Mortal Kombat, which should just be easy pop culture genre movie, the fact they can't get that right, that is a really bad sign to me. And I am now concerned for the future of cinema mm-hmm. in a way I probably shouldn't be and I am starting to feel like I have I made a significant mistake when I was about 15 and decided to get into movies because <laughs> at that time the art form was thriving and now I may as well have studied opera or something else is opera thriving? no no one cares that's the thing it's 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 become <laughs> no what I mean is, is, is cinema is becoming like opera right like where pain- it, it... It's doing like uh, the art world where it's fine for this cloistered few who just pass the baton around, mm. but it means absolutely fuck all to a wider audience. Yeah, it was just for the rich at that time. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, my thing, going off of what you're saying, my thing is is that Hollywood has just become a giant dollar sign, and but, that's it. But the sad thing is, is it was from like the 80s and 90s as well. Yeah. But they put some effort into it. Mm. Now people are like... There's, there's an element of, like, shame in a lot of this stuff. Like, like I say, that's the thing which gets me, but, like, the kind of Kano humour 
it feels like it's there as an excuse. So it's letting you know that they know that this is stupid as mm. well. Whereas the stuff that gets remembered, and people still remember the 95 one, that just bought right into the Mortal Kombat concept. Mortal Kombat is like beloved because people took it seriously within the game developers, the movie studios, things like that. Now they're too scared to take it seriously. Mm. So that means that they can't commit fully and you end up with something like the shite we just watched. Mm. I'm sorry, Josh. Well. Sorry that we watched this movie uh, and it broke your heart a little bit. We are going to be apologizing. You're going to give me that apology basically at least twice a month going forward. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and I'm going to say the same. I'm going to apologize to myself as well because some of these movies, if they came out, um, because some of my friends say that I am a snob. My, mainly my mom says I'm a movie snob. Because some movies come out, I'm like, I'm not wasting my time. I mean, a lot of movies are bad these days. You yeah, can, you, it's you really sad. But, um, well, this was a let, this was like a really sad... <laughs> yeah, this was a real letdown. This was a real letdown. <laughs> yeah, but what do we have... On the docket next, I the... believe, is Without Remorse. Without Remorse, yes. It comes out... Today. Today. Yeah, yeah it comes out today. <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold on. It's April 30th now. Yeah, yeah it comes out today. So hopefully that will be that'll be a good one. I mean, that one has at least pedigree in it. Taylor Sheridan knows how to write things incredibly mm. well. Stefano Salima takes his action very seriously. He's very, you know, he had a film, uh, ACAB, All Cops Are Bastards. He's very into that sort of thing. Um, the negative reviews that have come out for it so far make the film sound very good. Okay. Because it's all written from the perspective of, oh, me, how could I, a film reviewer, enjoy such indulgent violence when that was just what movies were from, like, 1933 onwards? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay. And um, I hope this one doesn't break my heart. Yes. But we'll see. We'll see what It's happens. 2021. <laughs> We've gone through a lot already this in the last two years, so yeah. maybe something good will happen with without remorse. Well... Let's hope so. Let's hope so. All right. We're signing off now. Uh, You will hear us next week. Next week. See you later.